Welcome to Breakthrough with Brig, the podcast that teaches high-achieving Black women how to use thought work to break through barriers, get out of their own way, and become their best self in the most loving and sustainable way. Y'all ready? Let's dig in. Hello, welcome to another episode of Breakthrough with Brick. So this week, I really struggled with where I was. And one of the things I said I was going to do with you guys is to be vulnerable and to like share my journey. So this week, I watched my brain as I came close to and actually went on the other side of a milestone, a financial milestone in my coaching business that I set in the beginning of the year. I watched as I got closer to the goal, the fact that I wanted to celebrate less, not more, which was very strange to me because it was like my brain was telling me what I was doing was not working But if I just looked at the data, the data was telling me it was, but my brain was like, it's not working. Like all my thoughts were, yeah, this is going to be short end. This is just a fluke. It's not working. You're crazy. Don't get your hopes up. And so I want to take this time to talk about like celebrate yourself, boo. Why is it that we don't learn to celebrate, like really celebrate ourselves? And while we give ourselves just the destination to celebrate as opposed to the entire process. So I wanted to talk about a couple of things on why it's so important for us to celebrate why it's so important for us to cultivate celebrating ourselves because it's not our natural tendency especially as black women we kind of think it's a little bit much when someone is celebrating themselves just a little bit like you get the side eyes when you start going yeah i'm amazing now go to your girlfriends and start saying how amazing you are and notice your own Like not theirs, but your own discomfort of that. I want you to pay attention to that this week. What is it about that? Not celebrating, not enjoying where we are, not seeing the progress and going, yes, it's working. We always want to go towards the negative. Brene Brown kind of talks about it in her thing foreboding joy when she talks about it in the vulnerability book, when she talks about waiting for the other shoe to drop. My coach talks about it, Brooke Castile, in in the concept of quitting ahead of time. Like we're so afraid of failing or not making it and the emotion of it that we just decide to quit ahead of time. So we think we've lessened the disappointment, but we actually feel the disappointment anyway. I want to talk about it in a little bit different way in the fact that life is 50-50. What do I mean by that? 
I mean that 50% of the time we will experience what we consider positive emotions and 50% of the time we will cons- we will experience what we consider negative emotions. Or 50% of the time, life is going to be good. 50% of the time, life is going to be bad. That's just a 50-50 of life. And everybody has their 50-50 moments. But when we lessen, like when we're working, when it's working and the 50 is coming, the good, where we're experiencing the good, when we're working to try to lessen that, because like, I don't want to get too excited because we think we're going to like feel more disappointment if we get too excited about something. So we think we're dampening it. What we're doing is those times, if it's 50-50, in those times where we're supposed to be enjoying life and experiencing those neg- those positive emotions fully, we dampen that time and we really didn't like extend or decrease the amount of time we spend in the other 50. It's not like, because we're like, it's like, this is the way our brain works. Our brain is like, because we didn't really celebrate that good 50, maybe now it's 70, 30, but no boo, it's still 50, 50. We didn't change the dynamic of it. Only thing we did is we didn't experience the 50 where we're supposed to experience all the good emotions, quote, quote, air quote, only thing we didn't do is experience them. We dampened the joy. And actually what we did is we extended the discomfort because we didn't even really enjoy the part, the 50 that is enjoyable, right? So really, instead of doing the opposite, which is changing it to 70% good and 30% bad, what we actually did was extended the negative not the positive. I want you to really think about that. But we're taught that if we like really enjoy it, especially in relationships, this is where I see it the most. Like if I start to date a guy, y'all know I'm single, right? If I start to date a guy and he's like, you know what, this, you know, this could kind of like, wait a minute, Briggs, don't get too excited. Cause you know, you are getting ready to see that other part. Those thoughts start coming up instead of like, let me be here. Let me just enjoy this date where we are right now. And whenever I bring myself into that, I enjoy it, whether it's going to be a second date or not. And I actually get to experience more of the positive 50, not less of the negative. It's so funny, but if I go into it going, well, you know, I don't know then I actually extended more of the negative and really didn't enjoy the experience. Like I actually created more of the discomfort of the negative emotions by trying to forebode my joy as Brene Brown talks about it. Now that's just one example. This week, what I noticed is I was so close to my goal. And instead of going, yay, I am getting ready to reach my goal. I didn't do that. I kept going, but what if, but don't get too excited yet, but you don't know what's going to happen and maybe you won't be able to repeat it. And what does this mean? And all of that, as opposed to just being excited as where I was and watching it unfold, like 
really enjoying the journey. Notice that our mind will always make something wrong because of the way it was designed. Listen to my prior episodes to understand that part. Pay attention to when your brain is doing that. Like We can find so much joy in the simplest of things. Like when I come home and my house is clean and smelling good, I actually take a moment and I sit still and I get into my body and I go, this is my home. And it smells amazing. And it looks like, oh, I decorated it. And I create appreciation and winning in that moment. We can do that intentionally along our journeys. When we can celebrate ourselves as we are. But the second point I want to bring up is that we have this idea that good girls don't celebrate themselves. That's considered arrogant. And like we literally don't celebrate ourselves because There's this thought like, that's kind of arrogant to say I'm the bomb. I'm the best. Can I tell you something? I am fucking amazing at coaching. I didn't say I coach everybody perfectly, but I am an amazing coach. I say that with such authenticity. I own that about myself. And guess what? I feel that in my bones. So how do you think I show up to a client that is all over the place thinking I am amazing at coaching? I show up as an amazing coach. Matter of fact, I show up better for her because I'm feeling confident and grounded. And so how I show up to that coaching call is grounded and worried about her, not me. I'm all in her head, not mine's because I'm sufficient. I've taken care of that. I don't need her to do anything to make me feel good about it because I've already come into the coaching session already filled. My tank is already filled. That's what we do when we celebrate our awesomeness. And that's what we neglect When we don't, when we think it's like, oh, we should allow other people to tell us we're amazing and then like kind of humbly say, oh, thank you, but not really. And actually kind of like take ourselves down a notch. Well, you know, this dress was just, I bought it at such and such. It's really not that big of a deal. Like discount it. There is something like we think is morally better about that. But can I tell you something? What it actually does is keeps us seeking approval from other people when we can't give it to ourselves, when we don't allow ourselves to celebrate who the fuck we are, then we actually give that power to other people. And so we kind of wait around like, okay, am I amazing? Can you like tell me I'm an amazing coach. But that that session was really good, right? And we're looking for it outside of ourselves. Then we don't show up anywhere sufficient. And so actually, we're not in our authentic 
beautiful awesomeness in the things that we do. We're looking to others to feel that force. But if we go in like I'm an amazing, like, look, guys, <laughs> if I could, <laughs> I would marry my damn self. That's what I think about me. I am a fantastic catch even, but I'm just a good woman. I know that about me. I know my worth. I know what I bring to the table. I know I got some shit. I know I got some cray cray and I love all of it. And I don't think that takes away from anybody else's amazingness. There is a part of us that we think that when we shine, like there, when we come from a scarcity mindset, it isn't enough room for all of us to shine. I'm just the opposite. No, boo, you shine. Please shine because you light the way. Oh, now I see the path. But if none of us are shine, it's just fucking dark out here. I can't find my way. So when you rise, queen, I see the light. You shine a bright light for me so that I can go, oh, there's the way. Now, I may not do it the way you do it, but at least my path is illuminated. You took a different path. I'm going to take a different path. I'm going to do it my way. But thank you for showing your greatness. There is nothing more morally better for a person to like deny their greatness. I think the world loses when we don't own our greatness. Because then we're looking for the world to fulfill our need for that as opposed to going out, creating it, and then just serving from abundance. I want us to celebrate ourselves along the way. And the third point I want to bring up is we miss our value. When we are going and not celebrating and not intentionally looking for where it is working, where we are doing it right, where we are winning, then when we get to that rough part, and guess what? It's 50-50. There's always that rough part. Our tendency is to quit because we didn't think it was working as opposed to going, oh, this is just the part where the seas are rough. Nothing's wrong. We don't have to turn around and go back home. Nothing is wrong. But when we think it's not working because we haven't intentionally created, oh, this is working. This is just the part where I feel uncomfortable which is what I had to do this week. I literally had to go the data. I had to literally create, this is working. No, look what you did here. Look what you did here. Even though my lower brain, remember that lizard brain, even though it was like in high, what the fuck are you doing status? I had to intentionally go, no, it's working this. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. While my brain was going, it's not working, it's not working. Had I not done that, I don't know where I would be, but I know I have done that before. 
I have given up on relationships when my brain has done that. That maybe could have worked. I have given up on businesses when I've done that. That maybe could have worked. I have given up on friendships when that has happened. That maybe could have worked. Diets, processes, everything. Because I wasn't celebrating intentionally. I wasn't looking for the good. Remember, what we focus on expands. I wasn't being a good finder. Ladies, queens, I want us to be a good finder in us, in ourselves, and understand there is nothing morally wrong with you saying to yourself in a mirror, use is a bad bitch. Look at you. Look what you've done. Look who you've become. Yeah, that right there could have taken you out, but you didn't do that. Celebrate yourself. (laughs) Remember, we tend to see the negative and it is so much easier for us to believe that there is something wrong with us. That is the way society has taught us, especially us as black women. You have no right to shine. You have no right to think you are enough. You have no right to think you are the prize. You are worthy. You have no right to just be. You have to be doing. You have to like succeed. You have to overachieve in order to be enough. Everybody else on this planet gets to be except for us. We got to do. I'm saying no. Spend some time celebrating your goodness, your greatness, celebrating your journey. I want to give you an assignment. Now, I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm a member of a badass Facebook group called the Coaches of Color Collective. Find us on Facebook. I join in with some of the best coaches and all of us have a different niche. One of my good friends, Jennifer Dent Brown, who is amazing at weight loss, if you are struggling in that area and you don't want to do this alone, check her out, Jennifer Dent Brown. But in our last coffee chat, which we do on the second Saturday of every month, she assigned us a task, which was to actually be in awe of you as you are. You know how babies are like when they're babies, like they are like in awe of their toes. They're like, this is a toe. Like, and they look at it and they smile and it's like, oh, it's mine's and it moves this way. Oh my God, I didn't know that. It's just in awe of itself. It finds its belly button and it's like, it digs in and it's like, oh, that's a hole. It is totally in awe of itself. That's the way we are born to be. That's the way God designed us to be. But society tells us to tone that down. Don't shine. Like, no, don't be in awe of your greatness as if it's taken away from other people's greatness. It's not, Queen. I want to assign you to be in awe of yourself, to literally intentionally create that. I am fucking amazing. And why? I love my smile. 
I used to have a boyfriend when I dated him who would talk about like, you just smile at everything. Like I would meet somebody and just would give them all teeth. I love that about me. I own that about me. Like, yes, (laughs) I smile. My laugh is loud. Matter of fact, I'm loud. I love that. I'm also more of an introvert than I am an extrovert. I love that about me. I'm in awe at my capacity to forgive, my capacity for curiosity, my capacity to like go deep and study. I love the geeky part of me when I put on like, ooh, I want to find out. I love that part of me. I love that I am so giving. I love that. I love that I'm loyal as fuck. I love that it takes me a long time to write your ass off. I love that about me as opposed to like, "Mm, yeah, I'm done. I love that it takes me a while to take you in, but what you're in, I'm loyal. And I love the fact that it takes me a while to go, "Mm, I'm done. I love that about me. What are you in awe of about you? I'm in awe of my intelligence. I used to think I wasn't smart. No. I am. I'm in awe of that. I love my goofiness. I love the fact that half the words I can't pronounce and I damn sure can't spell. I love that about me. I am in awe of everything that makes me me. I want you to be able to talk about you in that way for 15, 20 minutes. What are you in awe of? We have to create that. The next assignment I have for you is I want you to find a brag buddy. I want all throughout, wherever you are, I literally want you to find someone and go, look, I got this assignment. Have them listen to this podcast, share this podcast with them and go, will you be my brag buddy? I need to get comfortable with bragging on myself. And every day I want you to assign yourself a brag. I'm amazing because... This is my brag of the day. I did this. I did this, whatever it was. Like when I was running, when I first started running, I have a friend who lives up the hill and around the corner. She helped me with running. And one of the things that she used to laugh about is like every time I would hit a milestone, I literally would brag to the gas station. I would bring it up. I would find a way to bring it up. And this is my personality. I do it with coaching too. I've always done it. And I used to think it was a bad thing because sometimes people would kind of roll their eyes when I would do it. Now I understand I was creating wiring within me so that I showed up at that level like I was creating my future version of myself by doing that. Now, hey, you can roll your eyes if you want to. I'm creating me. I'm reinforcing that I am okay, that I am doing something different. But the way I did it with my running is literally... I would like stop at 7-Eleven and I would get a water and I would give the lady money. And I was like, yes, I'm so thirsty. I just did 10 miles. And they would go, you did 10? Yes, I just did 10 miles. I can't believe it. It was the first time I did 10 miles. I would find a way. If you called me during that moment and they said, what are you? I'd be like, oh, I'm so tired. I just ran 10 miles. I would just brag. And I noticed that about myself. But guess what? I created I am a lifelong runner. I love running. Now, I've had to take a break from it because my back is kind of messed up right now, but I love running. 
It's the same thing with coaching. I started bragging on my coaching. I got some side eyes. Okay, I get it. But the more I bragged on it, the more I reinforced it. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. I started creating like, this is me. Oh, this is who I'm becoming. I started believing it. The more I started believing it, the more I started feeling it. The more I started feeling it, the better I served my clients because I made it about them and not me because I was creating that version of me. I want you to find a brag partner. I want you to realize that it is okay for you to brag on you. I want you to celebrate yourself. (laughs) I want you to shine the brightest fucking light on you and your amazingness. I want to give you permission to do that. We don't give ourselves permission to do that, especially as black women. Permission granted, queen. Celebrate yourself. There's nothing morally better than a person who remains quiet and like, I'm going to let them talk about me. I'm not going to do it. Fuck that. Talk about yourself. Talk about your accomplishments. Talk about your, your amazingness. Give other people permission to do the same thing. Let's stop trying to be demure, whatever that word is. Who the fuck told us that that was the way to go? And why? Because it kept us humble. It kept us meek. It kept us not realizing our greatness. And it kept us with a handout to those with the power. Put your hand back, queen. Give yourself your power. Do those exercises. And I will talk to you next week. Celebrate yourself. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to take thought work even deeper with me as your guide, opportunities to work with me one-on-one are available. Go to brickjohnson.com to schedule your own personal breakthrough call. In 30 minutes, we'll see if working together is a great fit. Brickjohnson.com. B-R-I-G-J-O-H-N-S-O-N. See you next time.